0: Coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California, your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the duck Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the doc. This is the second time I've done it. I don't know if it's going to be popular. Um, I'm going to share it real quick. But um, if it's not popular, tell me. Tell me it sucks. I'm okay with it. Uh, We're we're doing our podcast live. I don't even know if this is legal to do it. I really don't. But I'm going to do it. I'm inviting some of my uh, favorite groups. Um, And if you guys don't like this kind of stuff, it's a simple fix block me. It won't hurt my feelings. It won't It won't make me sad. Uh, you can block me. I'm fine with it. I'm inviting some of my friends right now, and I think that's good. Okay, so here we go, guys. This is our podcast. We do it at our gym. It's in a little room, and I'm doing it with uh, my BFF, Dr. James Casper, with a K, and I'm John Hackleman, and we're talking... We're going to be talking a little bit about the UFC this, uh, this past weekend, and we got a couple other topics. Our podcast is about half an hour long, so you guys can just watch a little bit and then go, or you can watch the whole thing and then watch it later, but tell me if you think this is a good idea or a bad idea, but um, hey, thanks, thanks Justin, thanks for your uh, support, man. Okay, so, first thing we're going to talk about was UFC San Paulo which was this weekend, and the main event was uh, Jan against Rolando. <laughs> Jacare. I can't say his last name. Blankowitz. That's pretty close. Blankowitz, okay. Jan. Jan Blankowitz against uh, Jacare. Jacare Sousa. Uh, semi-main was uh, Shogun Hua against Paul Craig, which was probably a little more action than the main event. Then there was Ho- uh, Charles Oliveira, not Cowboy Oliveira, Charles Oliveira, there's a difference. Um, and he fought uh, Jared uh, Garden? Gordon. Gordon from New York. Um, that's all we'll talk about right now, except for James Krause won. Let's, let's pull uh, James Krause had a really good fight with uh, a Brazilian guy. He wasn't in the main card. Um, but James Krause looked great, and his opponent didn't, Sergio Morales. I think Sergio. I mean, I'm not putting him down because, you know, I'm I'm from the comfort of my, uh, from my chair, but it looks like he could step up his cardio a little. That's all. I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's just his cardio. I know how tough uh, combat combative sports are. I know how tough it is, but if you're at the UFC level, unless you have some kind of emphysema or something. Uh, you probably shouldn't be running out of gas in the end you know the middle end of the first round um, and and some of that did have to do with uh, James Krause, who looked great and his numbers were good and he was throwing a lot of punches um, but it just seemed like Sergio it, it didn't sound like his gas tank was full he didn't really uh, I don't know what happened maybe he was sick maybe he had a tough cut maybe uh, maybe his early stages of emphysema have you ever seen emphysema in a thirty year old uh no I haven't but i I only saw the end of that fight James Krause got a what performance bonus yeah he got a he, he, he dropped him pretty good with the right hand um, but he was th- looking tired in round one yeah at the end of round one maybe the beginning of round two but he was tired pretty darn quick he was his punches started being becoming telegraphing and uh he just looked slower and 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 and, and you know, maybe that was James Krause and his, his uh, um, really good uh, pace. But anyway, so getting into the main event or the main card, let's go right down from the from the main event. The main event was um, it was uh, Jan Blankowitz. Is that how I say it? Yeah, Blankowitz. Okay, Blankowitz. against um, Jacques Ray Sosa. All right, so basically it was even though even though John or Jan is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Once you get like Sosa, like your Jacare Sosa or or um, or Damian Maya, once you're at that level of jiu-jitsu champions, um, the black belt it kind of it it doesn't mean as much. Like if Jan, Jan was fighting a just a regular boxing guy or a or you know something, something besides a Jacques level level jitsu artist, uh, his black belt would meant a lot more. But even with a black belt in jujitsu, Jan's um, Jan's main concern was uh, Jacques jiu-jitsu. He's just too good, even against another, even against a black belt. You know, it, it just it doesn't really. That black belt doesn't mean as much as it would against. But we didn't see it because uh, he tried to take
1: him down five times, and uh, I don't think he had any takedowns. Jacques Ray.
0: No, no.
1: No, Blagwitz. He uh, he defended the takedown pretty well. Yeah.
0: So going in, so going into that fight, um, you know, you could say that you know on paper that's what it looked like. So going into that fight, it looked like uh, Jean was gonna have to. Or Jan or whatever was gonna have to worry about, Jacare's jujitsu because it's that much higher. But when the fight started, you know, um, maybe Jacare didn't get any takedowns per se, but there was a lot of clenching up against the cage. Um, and when they were striking, it was pretty even. So what did what the fight show? It was a it was a split. Um,
1: it was a split decision for Jan.
0: Yeah, it was a split uh it was a split um, a split decision, so it was that close. So their striking was very close and there weren't I don't think there were any takedowns. I think did Yan did Jan try to get one? Anyway, there was no takedowns, but there was a lot of clinching up against the cage and they were both content to do that. So it didn't make for a very exciting fight, and it was a five rounder. So there was a lot of strategy involved, but there wasn't a lot of uh, um, there wasn't a lot of action. So basically, it was kind of a boring fight. I mean, well, and I think Jan took
1: control of the fight later in the fight, from what I saw, uh, just with the stand up. Yeah, he, but that when he could get away from the clinch. Jacare was clinching. He, he. When he did get away from it, he was landing more punches. Yeah. And uh, the crowd, this is not a crowd-pleasing fight no. to the Brazilian fans. I don't think they were big fans of how this fight went down. It was a main <laughs> event, and they had Jacare. Also, I think the other thing about this fight was Jacare was fighting at light heavyweight, right?
0: Yeah, it was Which his Which is first not fighting. his normal. Yeah, and and, and Jan, um, so the fight wasn't very action-packed. Jan was trying to keep it in the middle without committing. He was very non-committal because he didn't want to get taken down um um Jacques was was able to put his back against the cage and then rush him against the cage a bunch of times and hold him there so that made up for a good majority of the fight and then when it was in the middle Jan was getting the better strikes throughout but then it started getting more one-sided towards the end um, and so it was kind of a defensive striking fight so I don't you know it wasn't a great fight it was a boring fight because they were both so good um, so it just wasn't, it wasn't a good matchup. Uh, the semi-main, ho, um, uh, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Uh, Hoo-Ha. 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 Um, Shogun Hoo-Ha against uh, Paul Craig. That one had more action, especially in the first round, where uh, Paul definitely won. But then, um, Shogun got him against the cage, and 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 got him in close, and looked like he was, looked like he could have won the first and uh, the second and third round. It was definitely close, and it wasn't one sided, but it just looked like his clinching was a little better. But that first round was the only really definitive round that was won by anyone, and it ended up being a a, a split draw, which I don't think I've seen many of. It was a split draw, so. Shogun looks like he still has something left, but um, I think Paul Craig showed him a little too much respect, and there was just too much clinching. And again, it wasn't. It just wasn't a good match, for whatever reason. I mean, let's not, not let's not forget Shogun who who that's the guy that fought Dan Henderson. Remember that was like fight of the fucking century. So, um, and you watch some of his you know, pride fights where he's slamming and just brutalizing people. Um, he has some of the best fights ever. Ever. And, and um, you know, so for that to be kind of a boring fight says that, you know, the, the their chemistry makes the fight. Two people. Because Hua alone, alone, Shogun, makes a great fight, right? Paul Craig alone, you know, could make a great fight. But together, they didn't. So that's all I got to say about that. So He's 37. Yeah. Oh, my God. who's Shogun? Yeah. Man, he should be, like, 50. He's been fighting <laughs> since he was, like, 16. I thought he was older. He was he, born in 81. He's been fighting since he was, like, 16 in pride. Soccer kicking people and slamming them and fucking just brutalizing them. He's a fucking great fighter. So we had that, we had that, and then... Uh, a little farther down, we had um, hey, Charles Oliveira. Charlie, Charles Oliveira fought uh, Jared uh, Gordon. I thought it'd be a much, I thought it'd be a much more brutal fight back and forth, and it probably would have been. I mean, you know, given their records and and um, the the talking before the fight, but um, Jared was rushing in and got caught with a right hand and got he was done, first round. That was the beginning of the first round. First right? round, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, not even a minute and a half into the first round. So, it didn't make for much of a fight. Nothing, nothing much to talk about. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't wasn't that great. So, I don't know. Just a, as a main card, um, I've heard a lot of stuff about this card, and and it's not getting much love. But to be honest, it's just I mean, it's luck of the draw. You know, it's like. It was some really good fighters put together with some really other good fighters, that on paper looked like it would be a really good match, um, but they it just didn't turn out that way. And you never know in ahead of time, right? I mean, who would have thought Buster Douglas would knock out Mike Tyson? You know, some matches just look a certain way on paper, but don't play out. It's all about the chemistry and and the you know the the skill sets, etc. So, that's all we're going to talk about there. Let's let's change it up a little. So, we had a couple questions went by on your oh, Facebook. Oh, I did? Hold on. Two
1: of them. Well, no, we got um, Ben Askren. People oh. asked about Ben Askren. And
0: Nick Diaz. Oh, ready for that. Not uh, Nate uh, Diaz. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, So you're ready for Jorge Masvidal against Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz hasn't fought in like 18 years. <laughs> so, I don't know where that's going to come from, but... I mean, you n- you never could tell that things could go crazy in that, and, and Nick could catch him in something. But like I said, he hasn't fought. What I mean, double digits, right? Ten years. How long since Nick Diaz? Does he deserve it, a fight against Jorge Masvidal? I don't know. What does "deserve" mean? Does he do? what well, people? People will watch. it. Yeah, people will watch it, and it, it, he deserves whatever the people want and whatever the promoter will put together. Uh, does he deserve a title fight, according to you know, according to the norm? No because um, well, there's
1: other people in line for right. those fights too that so, have been active
0: yeah so the deserving comes there but then uh, you know whatever 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 Dana says Dana gets so but anyway um, so that's
1: Nick Diaz that's so we Nick haven't did. seen him fight I'll look it up but and we that, have not seen him fight in a while and then what about uh, Ben Askren said he's retiring.
0: said so he has a hip. What is, what is it? What is it? Uh, osteo? What, what is it? Well, he
1: said it? he needs a hip replacement. He said he met with his doctor. He's 35 years old, so he must have had some kind of injury to this hip, because that's pretty young.
0: He's either injury or could be, I mean, could, ge- could be genetics. It could be know? genetics. Could have mixed mixture. Genetics
1: mixed with some kind of old trauma at 35. Yeah,
0: well, at 35, he's done more physical.
1: I mean, the things you see someone get a hip replacement for at 35 is they either have a congenital problem with their hip, fine, genetics, or a congenital problem, or they had a major trauma, they dislocated their hip or something else, um... Or they were on steroids, not necessarily anabolic steroids, but prednisone or something else. They get AVN or or their hip dies and they need a hip replacement. He didn't say why he needs a hip replacement. I'm just guessing wear and tear from his sport genetics. And now his doc says he needs a hip replacement. And I don't think you're competing in the UFC after a hip or knee replacement. So,
0: No, No, so that would be be the end of his...
1: I don't think... Are there rules, though? I doubt there's any rules against that, but it wouldn't be advised. But Bo Jackson went and played uh Major League baseball he after his hip, he played I mean, football too but he got hurt playing for the Raiders he dislocated his hip got a hip replacement and then tried to come back but was never the same he yeah. he destroyed
0: his hip replacement within like a year so, so so if you're not the same in baseball you're definitely not gonna be <laughs> worthy of fighting so, so there's that I mean what I mean and the question is uh, thoughts on thoughts are uh, my thoughts are. Um, well, what what are your thoughts on his uh, time in the UFC? Yeah, I mean, he's t- he had some tough times in the UFC, but if you look at his overall MMA times, I mean, he's he's uh, he's definitely a worthy uh, world ranked fighter, and you know his wrestling uh, pedigree is unbelievable. Um, so you know it's 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 sad that um, it's going to end that way, but uh, if it is, it is. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, it's just too bad. Um, it's it's a terrible stroke of luck for him, and it's terrible luck. I wonder if it ge- must be genetic. I mean, he could have got an injury in wrestling, definitely. You know, pulled out of place, or you know, maybe the ligaments torn or something. I don't know. It's terrible though. What do you think? What? Oh, I was
1: just looking at the stuff on Nick Diaz. Yeah, I think Ben Askren. Everyone wanted to see more. I mean, the fight with Robbie Lawler. That was his first fight in the UFC, right? That was very one sided, and then he got kind of a neck crank choke whatever out of it and maybe robbie went to sleep it was controversial yeah and then he fought who did he fight after that did he go right in and fought jorge masvidal after that and he has the fastest ko loss in ufc history because he got and that was just a
0: fluke kind of maybe so kind of two weird fights you would say it was a fluke except there's video of jorge practicing (laughs) well i know but it's still for that to
1: land no matter how much you practiced it he's got to go in for the immediate takedown yeah and get ca- caught right in the head. I mean, that may have led to his retirement too. And then who did he just fight? He fought Maya.
0: Maya, Damon Maya. So.
1: So he had three. I mean, they didn't give him any easy fights.
0: No, he didn't get any. Of he's good evening, gentlemen. Does Glover have a fight? No, he doesn't, Walt. What was the question? Glover, does he have a fight? Glover does not have a fight lined up. He's in. He's actually training. Like he's just he's waiting for that call. He's training. He's he's well, over at a good year. Fluke on yeah, fluke on how fast it happened, yeah. That was the fluke, yeah. But I you know why I'm sensitive when people say, Oh, that was a lucky punch. It's like he's been training that punch for eighteen years. And well, there's just,
1: still a certain percentage of that is only gonna land no yeah. matter how much you've been training. Yeah. So you can say fluke, it's skill. There's yeah. skill, but it's still there's it's, a component of Throwing right. the dice, but
0: there could be when the guy gives up his back and he gets choked too.
1: Yeah, but you always when a fight like that, you, you really want to see if that didn't happen, what would a you know, right. how would the fight have played out? It still might have been one sided. Yeah. I mean, Hori Masvidal is amazing. So, you know, so he his run in the UFC, you know, it it was uh, all over the map. And what was he ended up one and two in the UFC? Yeah, he, he got went, the win over Robbie Lawler, right? Yeah,
0: and was he hasn't fought in five years?
1: Well, that's. The, that's Nick Diaz. Yeah, I know. Yeah, his last fight was against Silva at UFC One Eighty Three in January of two thousand fifteen. So it's five years ago.
0: No, he should not be fighting anytime <laughs> soon. But anyway, he's he's young. He's thirty something. Yeah, he is. He's thirty six. He's, he's young enough to fight. He's, and 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 he's he can make a comeback. But I I don't see him, you know, jumping right in to the top again after five years. But then again, you know. Who knows? Who's crazier crazier things have happened? Right? Your favorite fighter, Kluke. Yeah, fluke, it was a fluke. But let me ask you guys something. Let's talk about something else besides MMA for a sec. What do you what do you think is a safe place? Like, you know, in such a crazy world. Like, I was in a movie theater once with my wife, and she freaked out because she found out I was carrying my gun. And she said, Why would anybody Ever have to carry a gun in a movie theater? What do you think is gonna happen in a movie theater? Okay. Well, that's unfair because
1: unless everyone's, unless it's a secured location, like you're going to see the president, or you're at Disneyland, (laughs) you're not in a secured location. Or maybe you're at the Super Bowl, um, where everyone's screened coming in, and it's pretty unlikely something someone's gonna get in there with a gun. I mean, it can happen. Uh, or could, or someone could take the cops gun, but there's not a lot of safe places like that.
0: No, there, there's not. There aren't. So, but a theater is not one of them. I'm just telling you, a park is not one of them. Lincoln
1: would uh, agree with you, Abraham. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, 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 hey. yeah. <laughs> or the
1: theaters. Not, I think you should have
0: pointed that out to Heather. <laughs> I uh, well, I pointed out uh, the one in. Uh, there's one in Denver, right? There was another one. Yeah, there's two. There's two like. A couple years apart. Um, where else is? You know what? The only place I feel truly, truly safe—the only two places—well, in my town when I'm packing, all right, or in a UFC at a UFC fight when you're hanging around with the the, the the other martial artists, or at any event where I'm hanging around with a majority of martial artists, because I know martial artists are the ones that are going to run to help. Martial artists are the ones that are gonna protect me if I need protecting. You know? I don't I don't rely on most people out there because the majority of the males in this country are beta are betas, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, he's an orthopedic surgeon, Donnie. That's probably why he's cheating. He's cheating. <laughs> I'm cheating out. <Al. laughs> he knows about hip replacements and hip injuries because he's an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. That's why. That's why they. That's why we call it a. Uh, that's why we call it Pitmaster in the Doc. He's the Doc. What did he say? He said something about oh. oh, Bo Jackson. So he knew about the hip thing. Yeah, he knows a little mm-hmm. about. He knows. He knows a little bit about uh, ortho stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> he was saying you know a little bit about, uh... but anyway, the man to your right knows exactly. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, do you feel safe? Head movement. Head movement. Head movement. Do you feel safe when you're around? Head movement. Head. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. It f- depends who it was. Depends which way their head was going too. Sometimes I might, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's where I feel the safest. But if you go to the beach, anything can happen. You go to a park, there's been tons of shootings and stabbings and other violent acts at parks. You go to apartments, you go to a bar, you go to a concert, you go to, you go on a plane, you go on a, you know, where are you safe? And, and, and to be honest, like our country is, has turned it's turned into a fact the point where probably 80% of the men in any given area are beta males. Beta males are going to be the the they're going to be the mass shooters. They're going to be the crazy ones. They're not going to be the ones protecting you no matter what. Even if it's your best friend, if it's a beta male, he's going to run the other way. So it's scary to think that there's so many people out there and there's so many places that we're not really safe. You know? So we need we need to be be safe. And and you can't rely on on the people around you unless you're with a bunch of other martial artists. You know, when I hang out with even even the doc. He's like a doctor. And probably when I first met him, I mean I liked him, he's a nice guy, but I probably wouldn't feel safe to him if like I feel safe right next to him, if like someone jumped me. I I don't think he'd be, like, right there. And if he was, I don't think he'd know what to do. So basically, it would be me, even if there's two guys jumping me. Now, after, what, three years training? Three? Four years of training, if we're walking down the street and three guys jump me, I'd jump right in because I know he would, too. And I'd feel safer. Martial arts turns beta males. I'm not saying he was a beta male, but he might have been. But I'm not saying he was. It turns beta males into alpha males, in a good way. It doesn't make them violent; it makes them more useful. Okay, when you're a beta male, you're not you're not peaceful, you're fucking harmless. There's a big difference, and when you're an alpha male, you're useful, right? And you're strong. So, it just it just boggles my mind that more people don't train, and 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 become alpha males. Doesn't it feel better? Don't you feel more alpha, alpha, alpha sized, alphaized, <laughs> alpha sized, alpha <laughs> sized. That's a new word. Since, I just made it up. It's Make-up a new word. No, don't you feel better that you're alphaed, more than I mean, before? Don't you feel better? Well, I think the confidence comes along with trading big time. Yeah. What about
1: this? Uh, so we had a shooting, another shooting, closer to home, in Fresno, in our, in our valley here in California, not too far from here. It's only a couple hours. That was the latest mass shooting. I don't know if it was gang related. Did you hear about this shooting in Fresno?
0: Yeah, I heard a little bit about it, but I didn't hear much. I was hearing more about the other one that was being kept so quiet. The one where the guy with the Asian guy with the pistol. It was a kid. Yeah, a kid uh, at the school. I heard a lot I heard some about that, but you had to go really dig deep because it wasn't an assault rifle, right? It wasn't a white male and it was not it was a completely legal gun that he took from his parents. You didn't hear a word about. I heard. I hardly heard a word about it in the news. Well, I think the other thing was
1: he didn't. They didn't know his motive. Like I don't know if he didn't post on anything on social media. He didn't tell anybody anything. He just showed up at school and started shooting random people. Yeah. From what it sounds like, terrible. which is horrifying. Terrible. Because how are your kids supposed to defend themselves against that?
0: Yeah, terrible. And and pistols are so easy to carry around. You know. And there's. Yeah, it's just it's crazy, and I'm. It's I. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I. I you know, for that, what do you do? You run this way, you run that way. Well, I know the, how to prevent it. I, I know how to prevent that 100%. Have all kids train martial arts. You know what's interesting? We had this discussion
1: at my house was, you know, the, our kids now have to be trained at school what to do if there's a shooter. This is something that all the schools do now. Starting in probably junior high, maybe it's an elementary school, I don't know. But they close the door, they lock it, they put the blinds down, and everyone's quiet. Now it's become if they're if you're involved, if you're out in the open and there's a shooting, they're telling them how to run away from the shooter and stuff like that. So the school training, and then it came up, well, how horrible is this that our gener- this generation has to grow up with the threat of a school shooting. My parents grew up with the threat of nuclear attack. And
0: they had to hide under the
1: t- they had to hide I'm under the de- table. They had to hide under a desk yeah. for a nuclear bomb. So they grew up in an era where the drills were a little different than they are now. But the drills are for nuclear weapons, which is also horrific and random and something you can't protect yourself against. No, no. Which is the most, I don't know, I think those are the most difficult things. The things you can't control, the things you can't protect yourself against are the most stressful. Yeah. It's like I'd rather be in my car than in a plane even though I know my car is more dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, man. 21 and blame the, ah, charge the parents? Seriously? What did the parents have to do with it? What if he took his car out and rammed it into ten, you know, t- ten people and killed them? I mean, is that the parents' fault? He's what? Was twenty one? Was he twenty one? I think he was sixteen, wasn't he? I think twenty one. Oh, in, it uh,
1: says twenty one in Alabama to possess. A oh, 20,
0: Okay. So yeah, so his parents. How's it? His parents' fault. I mean, what well, you he, don't
1: think there's a parenting problem when you have a kid that wants to go to school and shoot people? No. You don't think the parents. Yeah. I I, I you, mean you could. you would roll the dice and say I bet those were great parents.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think. I mean, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I think I think I think it's half and half nature versus nurture. So I think I think half of the people in the prison that I have met the parents and half the, you know half the time. Um, you know you just have terrible kids with good parents, and then you have good. Why would you have good kids with terrible parents? I mean, there's a lot of kids that are just fucking stellar, I could name a few, I'm not going to right now, but that have terrible, terrible, terrible criminal parents. And they're stellar, never been in trouble. So is that the parent's fault? Do you blame the parents? Or do you, I mean, what do you do? Sometimes they're removed from the parent genetically. And sometimes they just come out smarter. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's the opposite.
1: I think parents have more influence over their kids than you're letting on. I mean, of course they do. Maybe there's a there's a case examples where you can say well there's this one kid who was terrible even though his parents were great. Uh, I think no. there's probably a link.
0: I think no, then, but I think I think there's what what
1: was that, what what uh what makes a sixteen year old go to school and just start shooting random? People? I
0: think I think uh, I think they're sick in the head. Um, I think they're I think they're sick in the head and they're 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 weak and they're they're bullied and and I think they're just basically sick in the head i mean how, how you know why else would you do it they're seriously uh they're seriously um depressed you know but i mean what if the parents are trying to you know make this calm little bait bait a male now and oh no violence don't do violence and so they're doing the best they can like oh don't fight back that's wrong you should just love your attacker or you should look the other way or whatever is that their fault or if they said, said Always hit back. You'd never let anyone hit you. So then they're being a little too aggressive. And so, I mean, which way do you go with it? I mean, so do you think child molesters' parents molested them? Or rapist parents, their mom was too provocative? I mean, I don't think it's always the parent. Just like...
1: I think a lot of people that abuse kids were abused. I think that's
0: known. Yeah. Which luck to live with today. <laughs> master Wong. Oh, yeah. uh, but um but yeah but then I mean so that means every criminal and every offense you know has something to do with the parents Then, that's a, that's a tough road man I mean it's like there's some I mean there's some hideous people out there. that's like saying every child molester was every child molester was not molested when they were coming up and they didn't get molested more. There's no statistic or, or, or fact saying that more child molesters got molested than than molested. And what about rapists? So you think most, most rapist males were raped before, and so they rape more? I, I just don't buy that. I think, I think there's a big genetic component. And then I think there's nature. Like it's your parents, your friends, your neighborhood and stuff like that. But I think a lot of it depends on your DNA. So I don't know. What do you think? I don't know
1: either, but I think the scariest situations raising raising kids is the uncontrollable situations.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. But okay.
1: where do you feel safe? Are you kids? You wish your kids felt safe at school because they spent a lot of time there.
0: Yeah, and that's that is a terrible thing. But you, when you, when you think about it, like like the car thing, like you feel you know safer in your car, even though it's you know not as safe. Um, I don't know. But, um, the same is true for this. I mean. Even with all this not safe at school, how many kids get shot every year in school? You know, and too we, many. Yeah, but then we say that. But then there's like twenty times more kids that get shot in the street, in the ghettos, and people don't say. You know, it's just it kind of gets overlooked by the press, mainstream media, mainly because you know I've you know everybody says ah they're just shooting each other, who cares? But their parents care, you know. So I mean, it's a terrible thing. Much more dangerous in the street than it is in the schools. But it's terrible anywhere, you know? So, uh, why why are we ending it on a negative? (laughs) I don't know. Where did you go after the UFC? I know. All right. Well, anyway.
1: You're talking about everyone should train, John. That's where you were going with it. This
0: is where I'm going, right? I'm going to end it with this. We're going to end it right now. Everyone should train, okay? Every male out there should be an alpha male. Doesn't mean you're a bully. Doesn't mean you're trying to be Mr. Macho. You're not beating up anyone. You're not snapping your finger at women. You're not that. You're just a strong, capable, competent um, alpha male, and that's what we need. Beta males are the ones rapists. Beta males are the ones that you know abuse women. Beta males are the bullies. There's no downside to being an alpha male, and the best way to become one. If you're on the fence of beta alpha, train in martial arts. Isn't this your uh, quote? It's not your quote.
1: You want to be a warrior in the garden or an alpha male in the what? Yeah, you an can be an your version of that.
0: Yeah, you want to be a, you want to be an alpha male, and um, yeah, you want to be an alpha male in war in the in in wartime. You don't want to be a beta male right so i don't know where the the gardener is you want to yeah, be a the, you want to
1: be a warrior in the garden not a gardener at war that's yeah. the japanese yeah. or whatever saying so that. that's
0: the way we say it is you can be an alpha male <laughs> with a bunch of in a beta male situation but you don't want to be a ba- beta male when when you need to be an alpha
1: all right i like Bang. the i like the gardener and the warrior personally <laughs> you're going to have to work on your version whatever. What we'll work seen. on it. Next week, we'll have a better version. Why the put-downs?
0: It's right? not a put to- It's a yes, put-up. No,
1: it's I'll, not. I'll give you, yeah, okay. We'll you like next Heather. You
0: like my wife. She's so mean to me. I'm I'll helping s- you. See you guys. All right, take Bye. it easy.